What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham and Justin Treese. We are coming to you on this fabulous Thursday in the week. I don't know about you guys, but this week has just seemed to take forever. But football is right around the corner. We got a couple games tonight. We got a couple tomorrow. And then we're finishing up the weekend with the wet, with the rest of, I believe, week three of the preseason because week one was considered the Hall of Fame game. It's weird how they do it. It's really week two. But it's the NFL. They do what they want. Who really cares? So, Therese, it's been a long week for me. What about you, man? How you doing? Yeah, it's been an incredibly long week. Very much looking forward to the weekend. Got got my fantasy draft, and I'm super excited about it. Got all the guys coming over. We're going to be smoking up some tri-tip and some wings, having a good old time. And like usual, I'll be drafting the best team. Oh, here we go. We're sounding a little down on it. We need to make sure we wake up because right now we are doing what we love to do, and that is talking football. So right now it's time to be super excited. I hope you better, you better wake up, man. You better wake up because guess what, man? We got football, bro. We got some football. All right, I'm done with that. I'm done with that accent. It was kind of a weird voice. But, hey, we're both smiling. It's lighting the mood up hopefully a little bit. Maybe we got a little pep to our step here. But uh, the other night, not the other night, last Tuesday, right? This episode comes on Thursday. Tuesday, hard knocks. I got a couple thoughts here. Trish, do you have anything that you want to say first off before I kind of go on my tangent of what the heck's going on? Yeah, one, they didn't talk about A-B helmet situation near enough. Very disappointed in that. A-B's a weird motherfucker just talking about circumcision on his feet and shit. I don't know. It, it, it was awkward for everyone. Like, I just, like, I didn't, I didn't know if I caught it right the first time you said it. I was like, wait, did he just say what I thought he said? And then he said it again. I'm like, huh? No shit. He really did. And then, let's see. I wish that they showed more of the Rams. I know the Rams were on it a couple years ago, but like just showing them talk a little bit more would have been nice, like how they did with Eric Weddle, right? Eric Weddle was like, hey, yeah. where's, where's my guy AB? Like, I wanted more talk like that. So mm-hmm. those were kind of the two biggest takeaways for me. Uh, let's see. Gruden, man. That dude's. That dude, I don't know, like, if I was a player, like, if I would take him serious or if I wouldn't. It's. See, I was kind of thinking the same thing watching it last night. We we record on Wednesday, so a lot we watched it last night. Watching it in bed last night, I was just kind of sitting like, he seems like one of those coaches that talks normal and all of a sudden just starts yelling like, "You better take it serious." And it's like, just calm down. Like we're <laughs> we're literally in a meeting and you're talking just normal. Next thing I know, you're screaming at me. So it seems like one of those things where he's like he's trying too hard to get the attention of the room, and I don't feel like he should be having to do that as the head coach. But I also haven't really seen too many other head coaches talk just to kind of see the the difference in the normal voice and like, hey, like we need to be serious because maybe he's seeing something within the meeting that we're not seeing on camera. Like maybe a lot of guys have their heads down. Maybe guys are looking elsewhere. They're not looking at him. But when he starts yelling, everyone's like, OK, like I'm listening, coach, like we're here. And I like how he tells them to knock on the table if they agree or whatnot. Or he's like, who is this? And you hear the team like, Aaron Donald. There's like, who is this? Jared Goff. Like, I like hearing that aspect of things. Within the Rams being there, I wish we would have heard him and McVay talk more. I would have liked to hear more of their conversations, maybe if they talked about anything in the past. I I feel like they have so much information or, like, film and stuff, and they're just not sharing any of it. And that kind of sucks because, like, that's exactly what this entire show is for, is to give us a side of camp that we don't know and we don't see. Like, yes, we've seen other teams go through camp, but those teams also suck. Like you said, we saw the Rams a couple years ago. 
Jared Goff didn't know what side the or what way the sun rose and set. Come on, man. And so he, he ever since then, I've just kind of pictured Jared Goff as one of those freaking ditzes. He's just a ditz. And then you hear Sean McVay's calling place for him in the helmet. Well, it makes sense. He doesn't know which way the sun rises. Yep, coach has got to tell him where to throw the ball. Now, that is just stuck for me. But through that, like I would kind of like to hear where he is now. Like, that's my point. Like I want to hear how much more confident he sounds within the team, within the huddle, within talking to everyone else. But I also thought it was really cool how when Derek Carr, like when they came up to each other and started talking, Derek Carr instantly goes, hey, how's your dad? Like, that's awesome to hear. Like, it just seems like one of those things you've seen in a movie where it's like, hey, how's the fam? Like, Derek Carr is really just one of those true, really nice guys. But at the same time, there's just feel like there's something off with him. I don't know if it's because he knows the camera's there, if it's because he's mic'd up. But his conversations with this within his teammates, it seems forced. Like, when he's talking with Hunter Renfro or whatnot, and he's talking about the most nervous moment or of his life and... Hunter Renfro makes a joke about camp, and he's like, I've been in bigger moments, you know, than a training camp practice with the Rams. Ha ha. And Hunter Renfro's like, okay, like, but I haven't. <laughs> so it's just, but Hunter, it seems odd. He has, though. Like, he has. A national championship game is the equivalent of it. Maybe not as a rookie, right? When you're trying to make an undrafted rookie, or no, he wasn't undrafted, right? He was a sixth round, fifth or sixth round. Yep. Yeah. So fifth or sixth round pick trying to make the team. So maybe it's not, right? But like, when you think about it, it's a bigger moment. A national championship yeah. game is. But, so, I don't know. He, he, I agree, though. He, he's he's a weird cat. He, he absolutely is. And the whole, yeah, like the whole scenario of like, I'm, I was super nervous when proposing to my wife. Like, yeah, every guy is. Like, I get that. But he just worded it so weirdly. And it was like, yeah. Like, you didn't know, like, if like he was asking a question or making a statement. <laughs> like, I was just like, Am I supposed to answer this? Like, I'm just watching the show. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like when he's talking, it's, like I said, it's it's forced, or if he's trying to give some, some type of persona of, to his teammates of who he is, and that's not who he is. Like, does that make sense? Like, I saw when he was talking with Foster Moreau in the first one, and Foster Moreau was making a joke about his arms, and he comes back, and he's like, oh, I like how you, you got a thing for my arms. <laughs> like, What? Yeah, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, what don't, you talking about, Willis? Yeah, don't just, put, don't force it, Derek. Yeah, don't force it. But that's how it is. Like you said with the AB stuff, I think this next episode we're gonna see more with the helmet, and I hope they don't take anything lightly. Like I don't want this being, oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to upset the Raiders. You're already there in camp. You probably have enough footage through camp, you know, to put on another couple episodes besides the last couple and then who gets cut and who's not because the only true story you have right now that everyone's watching is the ross kid that's from oakland that's about it other than that you really have no other featured story and then the defensive end who's a fourth round pick who broke his hand that was kind of cool seeing that because you don't realize how hard they're hitting and this dude goes to punch out a ball and boom shatters his hand so that was it was not cool but you know it's different to see that aspect of the game and how quickly those injuries can take place yeah and I had Jonathan Abram, I think number 16 on my big board. So I was very high on him. Watching him hit, he's going to have so many missed tackles this year. Or oh, 100%. Or hits where they just bounce off and keep running. That dude doesn't he's wrap all up. all shoulder. Yeah, all, all shoulder. shoulder. Like, it, it even happened in the preseason game. He, like The guy bounced off of him, and the guy just ended up losing his footing. But, like, I'm like, if that's fucking 
Brandon Cooks, the dude's just bouncing off of you. You're not, you're not catching up to him. Yep. So. Or if there's a Travis Kelsey across the middle, he's got great balance. You're like he's not going to drop that ball. Like he's going to take the hit. He's going to wrap. He's going to hold the ball up high with both hands and run right through it. Yep. Absolutely. All right. That's enough of the Raiders talk. I'm tired of talking about him. The division rival. I'm tired of hearing about him. I'm almost tired of seeing him. But with all the news going on with AB and how weird I'm starting to realize how, or as, as much as I'm starting to realize how weird Derek Carr is, I guess I'm okay with seeing it because I'm getting tired of him. I hate him. It's the Raiders. Chiefs all the way. So let's move on from this. A couple episodes ago, we had a we had a fan reach out. He was in a tough situation. Wasn't sure what NFL team he wanted to go with. He had a rough past. I believe he tried the Broncos, the Seahawks, maybe even thought about the Raiders, but said, nah, they suck. Moving on. Didn't want to try the Jaguars because his buddy old pal Trace here was probably just an obnoxious Jaguars fan and didn't want to join him. Um, he also didn't want to be the Browns because, well, you know, the Browns. Uh, speaking of the Browns, though, um, I'm going to go ahead and interrupt this. We actually have someone joining us today that we haven't had in quite a while. A fan favorite, though, Mr. Doug Anderson. How are you doing, man? Glad to have you back. Joining us in the middle of the episode, we don't care. I don't care. Trish, do you care? Not at all. Not at all. But here we are. So, Doug. Welcome back to Talking Football, my guy. What up, homies? Yeah, I'm pretty stoked to be back. Not going to lie, I've missed you guys. And uh, listening to each episode where you guys, you know, to start going off about the Browns, it kills me inside. So I'm glad that I'm back to, you know, try to defend the Browns as decent as I can. I feel like we haven't done that in a few episodes, though. So You, you it, haven't because there hasn't been any, like, drama with them, which has been kind of nice, so... It's fair. It's a fair. They're laying low. They're laying low. You may have even praised them last episode with Baker being so decisive because the play calling was already there. So I think the only knock I had on him was overreacting to a challenge call with Freddie Kitchens. I thought that was a little obnoxious, but I guess that's just who Baker is. So. Oh, no, that was super obnoxious. But I mean, yeah, I love it. That's what (laughs) Browns have never had that. Of course you do. All right, let's move back on to the main topic here. And yes. That, Austin, you did a great recap there. So, Thank you. everyone, we came up with four main teams that we said. We said the Chicago Bears, the Buffalo Bills, the Carolina Panthers, or the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Those were our main four. And within the four, the reasonings were, just so we can recap completely, yep. the Bears, Therese almost said no to the Bears. He said it's too late. There's yeah. too much of a history there, similar to the Steelers. But I came in, if I remember correctly, I came in and I said, whoa. No, it's not. This is this is a new Bears team. This is a new era of Bears football. But we were both stoked with the Bills. And this is honestly, no spoilers yet, who I thought was going to be the team. Cool color scheme, good coach, strong arm quarterback, solid defense, and a team that's looking to compete in the AFC East a lot more than what I think a lot of people are giving them credit for, but not here at Talking Football. That's what we've. That's all we've done. Yeah. So when it happens, you know we said it first. I mean, we. I truly believe that we have started this Let's Go Bills. The other team was Carolina, strictly due to the logo, cool color scheme. You got Geekly, you got Newton, you got uh, 
fast running back, Christian McCaffrey. I did not forget his name. I just wanted to hear your voice. And then lastly, the Chiefs, just because he's been a fan of almost every other team in the AFC West, might as well give the guys that are truly going to win and have won it the last couple years and potentially going to be winning the Super Bowl this next year some credit. But that's not where he went. Therese, I'll let you take it from here on what he did. Yeah, so the reason why I didn't want the Chiefs is because it is too late. But the reason why they stayed on the list is because that was his first NFL game last year. It was the first one he'd ever been to, so I was like, okay, he at least has that, right? He went to Kansas City. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, Taylor Schulte is his name. He is now a fan of the Chicago Bears. Crowd goes wild. Let's go. <laughs> So his reasoning is young core, stud defense, young up-and-coming coach. And another perk is he travels to Chicago for work a lot, so he thinks that he'll be able to go to a game or two this season, which is always a plus. Well, hey, there you go. Uh, I'm glad you made your decision, but uh, it seems like ever since this decision has been made— not a lot of good news has been coming out about the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky not looking so hot during camp. The defense is kind of, ah! you know, they did lose quite a bit on that team. There's still still a lot of promise there. And uh, I'm like we said before, happy for you. Glad we could be a part of it and help you. It's an exciting time. If we have any other listeners out there that are unsure of an NFL team, give us your situation and we'll find a team for you because that was very enjoyable. It was. Yeah, he gave us a few criterias, and, and we worked with it. So it was fun. I'm excited. Taylor, I'm sorry you chose a team that I don't think is going to make the playoffs this year. So sucks for you. Sucks to suck. Yeah. That's what some people say around around town. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. How long has he been trying to decide for a team? Because I remember having a conversation with him back at where I used to work at there in Bountiful. Yep. And he still hadn't picked a team, and that was almost a year ago. Yeah, it, it's been a solid, like, two years. Jeez. He went through I, that many teams in two years? So he went He, he went through two. He No, so and the, so the Broncos and Seahawks were, like, years ago, like five years ago, right? Like, he tried for a season, tried for a season, and then it's like, maybe I'm just an NFL fan and I don't have a team. And then the last two years has been like, I really just need a team. Like, it's not as fun when you don't have a team. Yeah. Yeah. So, duh. Weird how that works. Yeah. I don't know why I'm just now thinking of this. The Atlanta Falcons might have been a good one for it. Yeah. What was our reasoning for the Falcons? I think we just kind of skipped right over them. I don't think we had one. Honestly, we said no to the Saints. Yeah. They're too old. They've been, you know, they're already established. That, and then we discussed Carolina. Tampa yeah, Bay, we, we said no because they suck. I don't remember saying the Falcons at all. Me either. They probably would have a good option. But I, I feel no, like Chicago's a good fit, though. It's too yeah, late. That really is. Especially if he's there for work and he's going to make it to a couple games. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy the Windy City. And now you yeah. get to go to a Bears game. So Yeah. Bear down, right? The, that's what they say. Is it? Yeah. Bear down. Okay. Go, go yep. team. Cool. All right. The Bears. All right. Anyways, let's move on to some camp news here. Let, let's go to the let's go to the West Coast down in San Francisco. Yep. And let's talk about your projected MVP. Oh, how I did I know this is what you were going to say? I knew this is what you were going to say when it came to this. All I know is the last time I heard about a quarterback 
throwing five interceptions in a row, in a row, like five consecutive, like one, two, three, like, like LeBron James, not one, not two, not three, (laughs) not four, five, right? That type of five. Last time I heard this shit was down in Duval County with a guy named Blake Bortles. Not a, not good company to be with. Just letting you know, you don't want to be friends with Blake Bortles in this scenario. If you're going out for some beer and tacos, I think Blake Bortles is probably going to be the coolest dude in the NFL you can hang out with. I mean, same with Jimmy G because all the ladies are coming up to you. If you're hanging out with Jimmy G and you're getting beers and tacos, you're not going to be alone. It's not just going to be you two at the bar for very long. Let's let's get Blake Bortles, Jimmy G to come hang out with us while beers, tacos, and... Just what <laughs> strippers? What are they? Porn stars, strippers? I don't remember which one it was, but whatever. You sound like, like you sound like you're about to have this big ass list, and you only got three things: uh, tacos, beer. Uh, let's just you, hang out. I'll tell you what, though; those are three very, very important things to me: beer, tacos, and ladies. Ooh, easy time. the only lady that's important to me is my wife. Love yes. you, babe. Hey. So she's gonna. She's going to listen. Hey, there you yeah. go. Nice, nice save. Nice I like save. that. That's a good save. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Anyways, trouble. But yeah, yeah not good to talk comp- about Jimmy G, though. So, so what's your what's your comeback here? Yeah, there's really not a comeback. I maybe just, hey, we're both having bad weeks. <laughs> maybe he's having one, too. Like, we're not alone. We're all human beings here. It's just his is not very good because he's getting paid a lot of money. He's the quarterback for the 49ers. And when you hear your starting quarterback throws five straight interceptions, I need to hear more about this. Were they screen passes? Did the defense know what was coming? Were they just bad reads? What is the reasoning for you to throw five straight interceptions in an NFL practice with a brilliant mind as your offensive coordinator, and you have speedy wide receivers and one of the best tight ends in the NFL. What are you doing throwing five straight in practice? Like the D- Yeah, I'm kind of. No, I was gonna say I'm kind of with you on that. Like, I want to know more as to what the interceptions really were, right? Like, was it the receivers or everybody's throwing at you? Did they tip the ball and then they catch it? Was it the receivers' fault? Is their defense getting that much better? Or did Jimmy G just get overpaid and now he's going to suck this year? Yikes. I hope it's not the overpaid because, (laughs) I mean, things just keep going south for the 49ers and they're going quickly. Uh, Maybe this just falls right into what I said last episode, the Alex Smith curse. Hey, there it is. There it is. I mean, I can't argue that at this point. We'll have to wait and see, but... I don't know. That whole offense, dude, that whole offense just frustrates the hell out of me. I don't know who's healthy. I don't know who's going to be playing. And maybe it's because I'm preparing for my fantasy draft. I'm like, what fucking running back's going to be the guy? What wide receiver's starting? Is it is Hurd going to be good? Is Debo going to be good? Does Goodwin even play? I don't know. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm almost kind of scared to take Kittle because is he the next one? I mean, defenses are going to be focused on him. That's going to be the number one weapon. So they're going to be forced to throw to someone else. Yeah, for sure. Especially if Garoppolo is the starting quarterback. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And coming from New England where Gronk was the main weapon, you know, that's going to transition to with the 49ers as well. I don't think anyone else is talking about, or at least I haven't heard elsewhere. Yeah, me either. 
I don't know. Maybe Jimmy G and Nathan Peterman have been hanging out together and watching film together. I mean, they are right there. They're right that was another thing with Hard Knocks. The yeah. Gruden talking about Nathan Peterman. Why does he love him so much? Maybe because he he want. I think Gruden loves a good comeback story, and I think yeah. you can see it with Peterman. And Peterman was just in a shitty situation of Buffalo. No offensive line. I mean, every one of those interceptions that he threw in that game was either tipped or he's getting fucking smashed. Oh, and if that's sure. your first NFL game and your second interception is you getting just decleated and you sent someone coming in that next drive, yeah, I'm probably throwing an interception too because <laughs> I'm not sitting there taking another one of those licks. That is yeah. for, sure. for sure. But it was nice seeing him get more vocal within the team. Yeah. I think it's more he's just doubling down because when he was on ESPN and did the Gruden camp thing, he he said that he thought Peterman was the most NFL-ready quarterback in that draft class. So I think he's just doubling down. Like, no, I'm not fucking wrong. You guys are wrong. <laughs> I'm right. Let me prove to you. <laughs> uh, and when when uh, Glennon has that first drive, he's like, that wasn't a bad drive. That That's a big dude. What What are you just now realizing that this is a big dude? Look yeah. at the guy's neck. His neck is about as tall as you are. Exactly. Was everybody's favorite part of that episode when he was like, I got to stop cursing. <laughs> yes. Or cussing. I got to stop cussing. Like under his breath. I Dude, I busted up laughing when he said that. I was like, oh, this guy. Walks up to the quarterbacks. What the fuck were you thinking there? Where the fuck were you throwing it? I got to stop cursing. <laughs> and then like the next sentence he says is just him cursing out more players. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Let's move on to Indianapolis. So let's talk about Andrew Luck. We talked about him, I think it was two episodes ago, about how he's had multiple MRIs on his calf. Um, Jim Ursay comes out and mentions something about a small issue in his bone. Like, good job, owner. Maybe you should just fucking stay out of the media because you don't make any sense. Nobody knows what you're talking about. So anyways, issue is hurt his calf. And then it ends up becoming a high ankle sprain. That's what it is. It's a high ankle sprain. Yeah. I mean, is it was that anger towards Jim Irsay more like just being in the same division, or do you truly just not like him? I don't I don't know. I just ha- I have too much energy today. <laughs> and so it came across anger, but in reality it was just me being like, You sound like a moron. You need you sound like you haven't had cocaine today. That's what it's oh, like. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. I'm yeah, this is, AFC, this is AFC talking. For, <laughs> this is AFC South Talk for sure. Because Jim Ursay is beloved by his players. I've never heard a bad thing about the man. And here you come going. He hasn't had his cocaine today. Well, it's probably, it's probably accurate. I, I wow. think I made the most accurate statement on this entire episode right there. I mean, there's a possibility, but damn, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should just be like a new, like, talking football type catchphrase. Like, that man hasn't had his damn cocaine today. <laughs> my my thing with it is I feel like he's pretty in sync with where the team is at and with luck. So I've, I'm not taking that lightly. I feel like he's heard something or knew something, and this could potentially be something that continues to nag at Andrew Luck through the season. So if he sits out a couple games, we're all going to come back to this comment by Jim Mercer, a little bone, you know, a small little bone issue. 
What is it? I mean, let's say it's not just the ankle. Let's say it's something within his foot or his shin. I mean, if it goes from a calf to the ankle, like there's a bone that is right there connected to both of those parts. Does he have more going on within these three MRIs and what the owner is expressing and what the team is trying to hide? Because we've already seen this happen twice or, you know, once before with the shoulder with Luck and the Colts. Yeah. And why I'm saying this is because like hours after he talked, the general manager had to come out and talk to the press to clear things up. Well, absolutely, because and, shit, why did you say that? Yeah. That's but, exactly what it is. Right, and that's what I'm saying is he should just be like, hey, why don't you go talk to the GM? Like, I'm just the owner here. Like, why Because do you, why he's excited. Get- he's just, hey, let's talk about Andrew Luck. All right, this man's hurt. <laughs> I mean, this dude, when he talked to Quinn Nelson, he literally starts out the conversation with, like, hey, what's, what's up, man? You know, like, hey, we got to protect luck. Like, that's the thing. We got to protect. I'm doing an awful impersonation, so I'm just going to stop. But he seems like a cool owner. So when he talks to the media, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he got a little hippie excited and was just like, oh, shit, shouldn't have said that. Ballard saved my ass. And that's yeah. exactly what he did. Yeah. But I'm keeping an eye on this because I don't – I think that was – Something that slipped on accident, like I've said three or four times here just now. But I'm going to keep watching that because if he starts to have a bad year and gets into the season and doesn't play the Chiefs week five or six because of the small little bone issue, it's not going to be a small issue. It's going to be massive. Yeah, and here's the thing. because He's probably not playing week one. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play week two. Like week three, he comes back in. But that week one game against the Chargers is a huge game. Even though it's week one, Like that's like playoff seeding type game. I don't know. I'm looking up their schedule right now because I kind of want to run through who they're playing there within the beginning of their year because they play the AFC South. You guys play the AFC West and what other division? The, the AFC NFC, North. NFC North, yeah. Or NFC the South. NFC. I played the NFC South this year. Okay. Really? Yeah, so your first game, they go they go Chargers, Titans. So you go straight into a divisional, you know, a hard divisional game. Then you go play the Falcons, who are hopefully healthy. And then you play the Raiders, Chiefs, and Texans. Like, you pretty much knock out the AFC West within the first six games of the year for the Colts. So playing the Raiders, that might be a game off. You're playing the Chiefs, that's going to be serious. You're playing the Texans, that's serious. You're playing the Broncos, that might be a game off. And then you follow it up with the Steelers. And then you play the Jaguars two games afterwards. Yeah. Like, they don't, I mean, they have a couple easy games, but some of these teams, I mean, if everything goes right, like, they're not going to be easy games, especially with Andrew Luck battling an injury. For sure. If they, let's just say, and I don't think, again, I think he only misses a game or two, but let's say he misses the first five. What do you think their record is in the first five games? Well, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, it's not like he's an awful quarterback, and he's probably got a better relationship with the receivers than Luck does at this point. I mean, just to be realistic. Yeah, so what do you think their record is? I think you lose to the Chargers either way with luck playing or not. I think they lose that game. The Titans, I see they're going to come out, you know, resurgent. They're, I feel like the Titans are going to be another one of those teams that kind of make some noise similar to what they do every year. Yep. So let's say I say that, and then I'm going to pick the Colts to win. So they're one and one. You're going to lose to the Falcons. You're one and two. You're going to beat the Raiders. You're two and two. And then you go to the Chiefs. Th- Two and three. So you're two and three. Doug, you're saying two and three as well, or are you saying I'm, three I'm, and two? I'm saying two and three. Okay. So I don't, 
I don't see them other than the Titans and Colt or Titans and Raiders. I don't see him making a win with those games. Without Andrew Luck, I say this team goes one and four. Who do they beat? The Raiders. Why? Wow, so you think they lose to the Titans? I. I mean, just the, those divisional games are always this, tough. But how about this? The Titans start out two and zero this year. What's their schedule like? Damn it, the Colts and who? Who's their opener? I don't know. Let's the Browns. Just Let's just move on. So, um, <laughs> hey, 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 now. No. I just realized I'm like, wait a second. I don't no, know why not. you didn't know who your team's over there was. Hell no. <laughs> um, but really, though, like, I, even though I really like this team and I think it's super talented, I just, we saw what they were without Andrew Luck two years ago. And given, yes, their team's better now than it was two years ago, but they were a top four pick. Two years ago without him. Like, why would you think that they're anything better without their star quarterback? Yeah. But don't worry, Colts fans. I still believe that you only missed one game. We're going to go with that. Yeah. All right. Moving down to Florida, going to Miami. Kenyon Drake out for the Dolphins. AC, you're saying that reports are that they're hopeful for him to be available week one is that correct yeah i haven't heard i haven't seen anything on twitter i haven't seen anything else within news it's just Kenyon drake was injured i believe they said he was in a boot um so i guess he's just out for the rest of preseason i wonder if this is one of those training camp injuries where it's like hey this is our running back like we're we already have enough you know missing holes in this team let's not try and add to one here so i think it's just one of those cases where it's like let him sit out for the preseason he should be ready for week one. If not, it's okay. It's just one week and come into week two ready to go fully healthy. I think that's going to be, I think, kind of what the situation is. So I wouldn't take it that serious as Dolphins fans unless more news just starts coming out of it being more you know, serious than what's been led on so far within the breaking news as of yet. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Kalen Bellage has been looking good, so I think that they're they're willing to like let that kind of like just be healthy. Let that so play th- out and see. Yeah. yeah, I think you're totally right there. Okay, so Richard Matthews he retired. He got released by the Saints earlier this week or late last week, and he ended up just calling it a career. That guy was always like super productive like whenever I watched him, but then like when you look at his career stats, he never had like monster like seasons but like it seemed like every game i watched him actually play he was doing well at he just seemed like a just a solid receiver like he didn't ever do anything wrong but he wasn't great at anything so he was always just kind of like that number three wide receiver on teams i know that he was on the titans for a super long time and he he was like their go across the middle type guy get the tough catches and stuff so um sad to see that career end but overall i think that I think he was a better football player than what um, a lot of people like would recognize because people think of what like fantasy when they think of receivers. And so I think he was just an overall good football player. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. He, it's like he did enough in games to keep a job, but nothing extreme to earn that extra contract or anything right now. And I think he's just come to the realization is like, Hey, maybe my time is just up and I'm going to go, you know, chase whatever else I want to after football here. Maybe that's where he's, where he's at with his career. So good for him. Um, that's pretty much all the news we have going around training camp. But like we said when we started the episode, we got more football coming up. We have it tonight, we have it tomorrow, and we have it Saturday. 
and Sunday. And Sunday. Bam, let's go, baby. So we're going to go ahead and run through the games here, and we're just kind of run through what we want out of each game, kind of what we're going to keep an eye on and what we're hoping for. So first game, it looks like it is tonight at 6 p.m. I'm not sure if they have it set at Eastern time, Central time, whatever. It's just the Eagles are playing the Jaguars. Trees, what are you looking for here? So they've come out and said that more players are going to be starting, uh, so they're not going to have all 33 sitting out, which is great, but not everybody's going to be playing. So I don't think that Nick Foles is going to play. I doubt guys like Ramsey play. I doubt Clayus plays. I wouldn't be surprised if Fournette doesn't play. But I think that like the offensive line is going to get some time. I think that like the linebackers and DBs for the most part will get some time. So I'm excited just to see that and not just third stringers the entire time. Uh, I haven't heard anything from Philly, so I'm not sure. But I would love it if Carson Wentz got one series just to see with his history, my guess is he doesn't play, but would love to see it. So uh, for me, it's just seeing the actual starters get in the game and just see how they look. Because, again, they didn't start anybody last week. Yeah, and within the Eagles, I want to see more of Miles Sanders. I don't remember hearing anything about him last week. So hopefully he's up and playing. Did you hear anything? Yeah, he he struggled. So when I was watching him, he was just trying to bounce everything outside. When things were, it's like, dude, just be a little bit more patient. That hole's going to open up. Um, and he wasn't being patient. He was just trying to bounce everything outside. I think that's just more of the, hey, I'm used to doing this in college because I could get away with it. First time seeing this type of speed. I mean, I think that's what, that, this is what preseason is great for, is right? Right. Is for these rookies to kind of get their feet wet in this type of um, situation. Yep, absolutely. So next game, Bengals and Redskins. Doug, did you have anything you wanted with the Jags and Eagles? I was actually going to add something about Miles Sanders because I want to see more of him, see him kind of just – I know that he's a bounce-out, more of elusive kind of guy, but I just want to see him take it up the middle at least a few times, see if he can turn anything out of it, find a lane. Um, but that's really all I was going to add on to that. <laughs> yeah, watch watch him have like a huge 50-yard run. He just breaks on like a dive on a third and five. That would be just, amazing. There he goes. Hopefully that happens. I remember where we're at here when this is said so we can just swap it up on the old social media. <laughs> um, Bengals and Redskins, though, I'm not really looking for much from the Bengals. But with the Redskins, I want to see Dwayne Haskins. Um, I want to see more of the running back situation of what's going on there. And then some of the receivers as well. I want to see kind of what development they have within the team. And then Haskins hopefully building a better rapport you know, within his progressions and then getting the ball to his receivers and throwing more timely passes instead of trying to do a dump off that gets pick sixth. Um, that's about all I have from that game. Anything you guys want to add? No, I think it's clear that everybody just wants to see what the number 15 overall pick did, right? He, We talked about this last episode that he really struggled, or I guess, was it last episode? Yeah, it was last episode. I just apologize. Uh, that he kind of struggled the most out of all the rookie quarterbacks. And so you wanted to see how he regroups and refocuses there. Yep. Jets and Falcons. Um I really don't know what to look for within the Falcons. I haven't seen – there's not much there. You know, their defense staying healthy. I don't know how much is playing on that side of the ball. Uh, their offensive-wise, Matt Ryan's probably not going to play a lot, if at all. He hasn't really yet this season, this preseason. Maybe just their offensive line, kind of seeing what that right side is doing because it seems like they're set for the left, but that right side is where they need help. Yeah, and those are the rookies that they drafted to take over that spot. And so – and. I don't know if they'll play him just because of his 
history with injuries the last two years, but I really want to see Devontae Freeman play. So the reports out of camp is that he's just like stronger and quicker cutting and everything than he's ever been. And so I really want to see that, even if it's only three or four carries. And I just want to be able to see see what he's doing. We've talked about their stretch play and their play action that's going to be key to them. I, that's what I want to see. Like, give me a start the game with a stretch play one way, stretch play the other way, and then go back to stretch but do play action. Three plays and then get him out, I'm good. I just want to see both ways. I want to see him cutting. Yep. Awesome. And within the Jets, I just want to see Quinn Williams continue to develop, maybe make a play here, there, you know, just kind of show some progression on getting through offenses, offensive lines, facing the double team. And then within their offense, I want to see Sam Donald make plays. Like, I want to see him make more plays than what he did last week. I loved him stepping up in the middle of the pocket, keeping his eyes downfield and putting the ball in this position where his receiver can get it tight end and then get upfield. I want to see him make more plays from within the pocket, you know, more touch passes. I kind of want to see that from him moving forward because if he does, like we've said with the Jets here, you know, similar to the Bills, like they can be competing for that AFC East come down. Like I feel like these games are going to be a lot closer to what they have been as of late against the Patriots. Doug, is there anything you want to throw in here? Uh, yeah, with Sam Darnold, like you kind of touched on, his pocket play last week was really good. Um, Decision-making and things came along with that that may not have been so good but his presence in the pocket was definitely felt a lot more and I just want to see him keep progressing with that I know that he won't be playing a ton but um, I just want to see his progression because I love Sam Darnold I I just want him to get better yeah I agree with you guys there Uh, I also want to see you brought up Williams Quentin Williams I also want to see Ja'Kai Polite Yes. Yes. He, did, he he had a good week one. Like they used him multiple ways, right? And I just want to I just want to keep seeing him move up. So I think I, I had him in top about him. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but yeah. No, you're good. I, I had him. I did not drop him during the draft process, even though he had very bad combine and everything. I had him in my top fifteen at the end. I still loved him um, because of what he can do on the field, and I, I didn't felt like he was a bad kid. He just bad bad interviews, and so I wanted. I really want to see him succeed. Yeah, I heard with him that it was just kind of, you know, bad, like like you said, bad interviews, like a bad attitude, maybe yeah. didn't show a strong work ethic. But, you know, that things those things can change once you're in an NFL locker room and you see what your teammates are doing. Um, next game we have here, Packers and Ravens. I want to see Lamar Jackson make some throws from within the pocket. Like, I want to see him standing still. I don't want to see play action bullshit. I want to see him to take the snap. I want him to see him stand there and I want to see him step into a throw down the field. I want to see a touch pass. I want to see a sideline throw. And within the Packers, I want to see Deshaun Kaiser tear it up some more. Yeah. I kind of like watching him play. Aaron Rodgers is playing, which what? is surprising. A I know. Series? It's only, only going to be like two series. but yeah. I don't mean like, that to be so smart-ass. It's what it just came off. but No, no, you're fine. Like <laughs> I know it's not going to be a lot, but like that's surprising to me. Like Aaron Rodgers seems like a guy that's like, week one, no. Week two, no. Week three, I'll play a quarter. And then week four, Obviously, I'm not. I maybe it's because he told Lambo that hey, you need to lower your uh, your beer prices so our fans can get a little louder. Maybe he wants to see what that's like, see how true that range to the fans. Because if I'm a fan and I hear my quarterback say, "Hey, lower the beer prices so they can get louder," baby, let's fucking party. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you can't chug a beer, but damn, I can, and let's go, bitch. <laughs> let's do it. Oh, I'm so glad, though, you brought up Deshaun Kaiser because he's one that I just want. I want him to learn as much as he can from Aaron Rodgers because I actually really liked Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, he was 
really inconsistent um, at Notre Dame. But man, when he came to the Browns for that uh, that wonderful 2017 season where they didn't win a game, I felt for the kid. I felt so bad for him. Um, and when he got moved to the Packers, I was actually pretty stoked. I'm like, okay, he has a really good veteran to learn from. So I just want to see him progress, do better, not make mistakes like you know he has. For sure, for sure. All right, let's move on to the next game, and that is the Raiders versus the Cardinals. What do we want to see here? Obviously, obviously K1, right? Kyler Murray. We obviously yep. want to see more from him. He went, what was it, six for seven in week one, but it was only for like, like 40, 40, 40. Yeah, it was only like 44 yards. So you want to see him maybe push it down the field a little bit more. Uh, use the pocket and everything. So that for sure, I want to see some more out of their rookie wide receivers because they have three very, very good ones. I still think Andy Isabel is um, injured still, so I don't think he'll be playing. But um, for sure, want to see that. Um, For the Raiders, I want to hear what John Gruden has to say about Kyler Murray. Like, I really want to hear what his thought process with that. Like, man. That's a small guy, but boy, can he zing it. Look at that. I, man, I'd love to have him. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, man, I would love to have him at camp. That would just, oh, love it. Saying that right next to <laughs> Like saying that to Derek Carr, not realizing that's his quarterback. We should get that guy, right? Yeah. Derek Carr's like, oh, I don't know, man. I was so nervous proposing my wife. I'm not sure how to react to Kyler Murray being here. <laughs> but like you said, within Murray, that last game, I went back and I watched his highlight, not necessarily his highlights, but his throws. He only had freaking six of them. But I was praising that he was throwing some deep out routes. They really weren't deep. They were like four or five yard outs. And they just seemed like they were far. Yeah, but they, they really weren't. They weren't deep passes. They were like, hey, run five and out. Bam, there we go. Oh, there's a defensive guy. Let me step up and throw it. Oh, let me do a play action and carry it. Way the fuck out and then throw another ball. So it looks like he's throwing 20 yards, but it's a gain of fucking four. Like, is that what we're going to see with Kyler Murray is these, like, eight drop play action drop back so he can see the field and then step up and zing it? So, yes, I do think that they're going to have to do that. But, again, they're not showing anything this preseason. It's hard to really know what what their plan is going to be, but I I'm kind of spoiling um, an article that I'm writing right now, but I'll I'll do it anyways. I think that they're going to use um, the short passing game as their run offense a lot, kind of like how the Patriots did in like 07 to 10 ish. I mean, they still kind of do, but I think that that's going to be like their mentality, even though. David Johnson is amazing. I, I think they'll use him as that person. And so I think that little out route that you're talking about is maybe getting ready for that type of stuff because they, they will use that quite a bit. But I do think that they're going to push the push the ball down the field with him. I mean, he has a very strong arm. They're, they're not going to just say 10 yards and shorter, kind of like how they did Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Anything else we want to add to this game before moving on to the next one? I'm good. Nope. Okay, Bills and Panthers. Is Cam Newton playing this game, or do you think we is he out for the preseason? I bet I don't think he's playing. Okay, smart by them. Um, Buffalo Bills. Just kind of want to see Josh Allen make some throws. I want to see a deep ball down the field. I want to see more touch passes from him. Uh, their defense. I just want to see them continue to build off what they have had the last couple years. The kid they drafted out of Houston. I would like to see some plays from him. I would like to see him tear it up. 
Against the Colts, they said he, you know, was blowing back the offensive linemen from the Colts. Quentin Nelson really wasn't doing it. It was just good play by Nelson. So I would like to see him actually make a play, get into, you know, a decent pass rush or stop a play here or there. That's about all I have from this game. Anything else? Yeah, so we talked about it last episode with the Bills being very good against the run against the Colts. Panthers, obviously a run-heavy team. They're not going to change that. Like they don't, They're not going to hide what they're going to do. Everybody knows what the Panthers do, right? Like Ron yeah. Rivera is an old-school dude that's like, yeah, you can know what we're going to do, and we're still going to do it. I think this is another good test for that Bills defense to see if they can improve on that. Yeah, it'll be fun to see how Ed Oliver... Yeah, kind of how Ed Oliver can counteract that. He'll get plenty of opportunities to make plays with them, so he just needs to show up. Our next game, the Dolphins versus the Buccaneers. So within the Buccaneers, I just want to see what Jameis Winston can do in this offense. I want to see what Bruce Arians is bringing to the table. We've heard some noise that some people don't think Bruce Arians is that good of a coach. I would like to see that get, you know, kind of slammed back in the face a little bit and be like, hey, Maybe this is what he can't do. Look what he has. He can, you know, show a new resurgence within Jameis Winston. Maybe he can't. Their defense is a mess, so I'd like to see something from there. Within the Dolphins, I want to see more of Preston Williams and uh, Josh Rosen. I really want to see that connection continue to flourish, and I'd like to see more receivers play um, with Rosen as well so I can see him with the starters. Maybe a series or two with the starting offensive line and then make it do with the receivers that are out there for him. Yeah. So Chris Godwin got hurt, hurt his hamstring earlier this week for the Buccaneers. So I about doubt he plays, which makes me think that they'll only play like James and James might play a little bit more, but I wouldn't be surprised like Mike Evans only plays a series. They've been doing the joint practices with the Dolphins and watching Xavier Howard and Mike Evans go at it one on one was awesome. Awesome yes. videos. So but I'm I'm with you. Um, basically everything you said, I want to see the running back scenario with the, with the Buccaneers. I mean, who's taking that job, man? Like somebody needs to like, just take it and run with it per se. Are they given, is it Ronald Jones out of USC? It is. Is that his first name? Yeah, but he's not taking it, man. Like he is, he has not like become the guy there. Well, I mean, can you with that offensive line? I mean, you can't even have Jameis Winston be your quarterback. Like. I mean, does that make sense? Like, is there anything there? Like, they just don't have anything solidified within their offense besides their tight end and wide receiver one. That seems to be about it. Everything else is just a giant question mark over the position. Yeah, but last year they had some running backs averaging like 3.5 yards a carry, and then Ronald Jones is over there averaging like 1.6. Like, yeah. This was also his rookie year getting accustomed from USC to where things may seem a little easier with a powerful offensive line to, you know, within the, the Buccaneers and playing NFL yeah. talent. I, sure. I expect, you know, maybe a jump this year. I think he does yeah. look better. And he has added like 15 pounds of muscle. And I mean, I've read a lot of articles thinking that he's going to be like the breakout candidate for the NFC South. Like they, they gave one for each person. Like I've read multiple reports of people saying him. So we'll see. Yep. Um, for the Dolphins, just because you and I have these this fun little thing going where you think like Josh Rosen is good and like you want to make yourself look like dumb on a podcast, like okay. I think it I think it's super cute, and so okay. like we can keep watching this, and I can keep after every single week being like, yeah, see, Josh Rosen isn't that good at football. Hmm. 
Sounds similar to your shitty takes on Lamar Jackson, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Lamar Jackson can win games at least, so I don't know. Oh, my God. Give him a third-string offensive <laughs> lineman that just came off the street from Saturday and tell me how he does. <laughs> from Saturday? Yeah. That's what the fucking Cardinals did last year. I know. It's true. It's Jesus. Really true. <laughs> <laughs> that, like Josh Rosen had, like, this fucking game plan of a team around. This dude was fucking tossed in the lion's den. And God didn't tell the Lions no this time. <laughs> like, he, this dude was running for his life, taking shots. And he's doing the same thing with the Dolphins, but this time he's at least making throws to Preston Williams. For sure. Um, it's it's like uh, Anchorman when he jumps into the bear thing, and he's like, I immediately regret my decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I was drafted in the top ten. Damn it. <laughs> for sure. For sure. That's, awesome. That's where he's at. Let's get into our next game, the Chicago Bears. And the New York Giants, pretty much with the Bears, I want to see more of Montgomery. I want to see their defense keep going. I want to see more uh, Roquan Smith. I want to see him continue to develop. Within the Giants, I kind of want to see the receiver situation. Was it Treadwell who looked decent last game with Daniel Jones? Was that or his am name? I thinking of a different receiver? I, I think it was Laquan Treadwell. Or no, Treadmill. He... No, because Treadwell is on the, the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. And they're wanting to trade him. Yeah. I don't know what the receiver's name is, so well, apologize there. Shit. Uh, anywho, yeah, I want to see Daniel Jones continue to make throws. I want to see him build off the confidence that he created for himself last week, continue to shut up the doubters that booed him the day he was drafted and when he throws out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium. Um, that's pretty much what I'm looking for in this game. Anything else you guys want to add to it? Yeah, I want to see Trubisky play. I mean, the reports are that he's looked very bad. They've had to dial back the offense where it's like, I have to... We, we're not going to use the full offense. We're only going to use like 30% of it. I mean, this is total Cam Newton thing that they did his first couple of years where it's like you can't grasp everything here. Like we have to dumb it down in a sense or just not use as much, not have as co- complex. That's probably more better wording there than dumb it down. But <laughs> I want to like I want to be able to see like – is the report are the reports real? Are they not? Like, is he just one of those guys that maybe just struggles during practice and is a lot better at games? Like, that's a real possibility. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are like that. So I just want to see it, man. Like, you and I have talked about this a lot where I've mentioned about how many times he missed wide open guys during the season last year and then would like just throw it away or th- force it into something when there's a guy in the middle of the field just standing there wide open and that was my concern and that's why i don't have them winning the nfc or yeah nfc what is it north nfc north yeah um it was cody latimer or latimer yeah. or yeah. with uh, the giants both yep. they both went to old miss didn't they him and laquan treadwell i know treadwell did I don't know where Cody Lattimore went. Damn it. I'm moving on from it. Any, Doug, anything you want to throw in this game? Uh, yeah, I want to see the Giants' depth at defense. Just see how they can defend essentially everything. Because against the, the Jets, their last game, it just seemed kind of meandering. I mean, Trevor Simeon threw for – he actually didn't do too bad. So um, I just want to see how their depth can go and what they can do to defend them mostly yeah that's a fair point uh just because i know it's going to bother you the rest of the episode he went to indiana oh my god wow couldn't be off couldn't be any more off about a couple of states <laughs> maybe totally different programs of the football but moving on of the, of the football 
I don't know. The Cleveland Browns versus the Indianapolis Colts. Here we are. I don't give a shit. I don't really care. This game I'm not watching. Maybe Baker Mayfield makes a couple plays. Good for him. I want to see that story continue to develop with the kid um, who was homeless for a little bit, found his way into camp. Within the Colts, just get through it healthy. I mean, find your running back. Find out who it's going to be. Is it Mack? Is it Hines? Is it anyone else that you brought in off the street? And then within your wide receivers, I want to see more of T.Y. Hilton and the kid. I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, and I hate that I'm doing this right now. Who's the others? Paris Campbell is who you're thinking. Oh, my God. Thank you. you I were... want to see more of him. Yeah. I'm struggling right now, dude. I'm you... struggling. It's, it's been a long freaking week. Long week. So I don't want to see T.Y. Hilton. We know what he is. The running back's going to be Mac. I don't need to see him. I do want to see Brissett play, do well, because like we just mentioned, we don't think that Luck's going to play a game or two. So I'm with you there. Browns. If Baker plays, you're dumb. You're dumb. Like, don't play him. Like, you have nothing to prove. You made a scene. You did great. You did exactly what you wanted to week one, right? Like, you you put on a show there. Week two, you don't need him. Like, what's the point? Week three, okay, then that's when you can play, say, the first half with the starters, get some actual game reps. Then week four, obviously don't play again. Week two, it does no good, even if it's one series. It just does no good. Doug? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I don't want Baker out there at all. Um, I mean, it's fun to watch him play, but at the same time, I don't want anything to happen. And we know, like you said, we know what he is. It's week two of the preseason. There's nothing to prove. Um, but in regards to the Damon Sheehy Giuseppe, the homeless kid, I want to see him just shine again because um, that was a pretty cool moment last week for him. Yeah, I can, that's the kid whose name I cannot pronounce, but. Patriots, Titans, moving on to this next one. I want to see Jarrett Stidham continuing to improve from last week. Um, I want to see Nikhil Harry some more. Their defense, we already know what the Patriots bring on that defensive side of the ball. Within the Titans, figure out who your quarterback is. Like you, It truly cannot be with what Trees just said with the Browns. Like Baker Mayfield showed what he could do last week. I need Mariota or Tannehill to step up. Like I need to see it in the game. I say they each get two drives to start the game. And then you go from there. I don't think Marcus Mariota played last week. Is that right, Trius? No, he played. He played one one series? Uh, two series, yep. And went four for eight. I need to see. Those Those are rookie numbers. We need to bump that up. Yep. I, sure. if, if, if you're playing Tannehill and Mariota, get the run. Maybe you want to play acting there just to test it. But, like, I want to see what these quarterbacks can do passing the ball. Like, I need to see who's going to take over the team and is going to hit the receivers in moments. I know it sounds silly, but you're playing the Patriots, who are pretty good defense. Whether they have their second or third string that are out there, let one of the two win the job. Yep, agreed. Um, Chiefs and Steelers. I mean, you should, we shouldn't see starters on either side. There's no point. There's not, but within the Chiefs, they're going to play, I think, the first quarter. I think it's what happens within the second game. The, the starters play... You know, they kind of wind out the receivers a little bit, but Patrick Mahomes will probably play the first three drives of the first quarter, and then that'll be about it from them. Within the Steelers, I just want to see their defense continue to kind of develop. You know, offensive-wise, there's not much else to see there. Uh, James Washington, I want to see more of his development. He looked good last week. I don't know if he has anything else more that he needs to prove. Is there anything you guys are looking there? No. 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 Okay, next game. 
Detroit Lions <laughs> versus the Houston Texans. What are we looking Lions need to do something with their offense. They were very bad last week. Only scored three points. Stafford didn't play. Just everybody looked like a mess. Uh, with Curse breaking his leg, they need to find out who that receiver is that's going to take his place. And I think you need to just manufacture plays to get TJ Hawkinson the ball. Like, let's like get get your prized possession of the number seven overall pick, at least the ball and running, right? And I, I get it, like, He's a tight end that's very good at blocking and stuff, but like get this into him. Like you don't want his first touches being, I know he's still got two more preseason games, but you don't want his first touches being in a regular season game. I mean, seriously, like you're going to draft this guy in the top 10. You better find a way to have him in your offense or what's the point of drafting him at number seven. Yep. Other than that though, I think that's it. Like I just want to see, you just want to see what they do. Yep. Yeah. No, exactly. I want to see RTJ so bad. Next game, Dallas Cowboys versus Los Angeles Rams. I don't know if the Rams are even playing their starters. If they do, it's probably going to be a series, if even that. I want to see more of their uh, the running back situation. Kid got it in Memphis, Henderson. I want to see him do some more. The Cowboys, I want to see Tony Pollard. Uh, heard a little bit ago that he's looking like the next Alvin Kamara. That's the first time I've heard that. If that is true, I want to see more of it in the preseason then. Because yeah. if that's the case, why do you have Zeke? Like, if yeah. you truly believe that this kid has that potential, why are you going to be even in contract negotiations with Zeke? At this point, just let him play and then have Pollard kind of take over the job throughout the year and then trade Zeke or let him go. I know that sounds super crazy, but if that's the comparison that Tony Pollard's getting, go with it. Yeah. And to, yeah, you got to prove it first. But yeah, that my what I was going to watch for was Pollard as well. And that's really about it on this game. Yep. Cool. Moving on to the Saints and Chargers. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see. I, Drew Brees is retiring at the end of this season. I want to keep watching Teddy Bridgewater and see what the Saints are going to be next year with him. Wow. Say that okay. again. Drew Brees, this is his last year in the NFL. He is going to retire, and Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the starter for the New Orleans Saints in 2020. Bow, bow, bow. I can't even be excited about it. I'm just shocked. There you go. I don't know if I'm that shocked, though, but, I mean, it's it's crazy hearing you say it. Yeah, it it's, is weird. It's not right? crazy hearing you say it. Excuse me. It's just it's crazy, though, like, to hear it. It's crazy to hear it. Yeah, I get what you're saying, like, thinking, thinking like, we're going to have football without Drew Brees? Really? Imagine that day when Tom Brady retires. Yeah, in six years, it's going to be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Almost done here with the preseason games. We have the Seahawks and the Vikings. I want to see Cook play. I don't know if he played the first game, if he even did much. I kind of want to see him play the second game, see what he looks like coming back. If they hold him, if they don't play him, I understand coming off the injury. Defensive-wise, we already know where they are there. The Seahawks, I want to see more DK Metcalf. I want to see him make a play. I want to see a deep pass to him. I want to see some short passes. I want to see him in the middle of the field. You have got to get him developed and ready for the NFL because of same thing with Hawkinson, as we said. If he's not getting his first real action until the first game of the season, you've messed up with him. Exactly. Yep, for sure. And the last- Hold on. 
Sorry. Hold on. I want to see more of my boy Jazz Ferguson out there on the field for the Seahawks. Yes. So the dude looked solid last I mean, week. he did. And I just hope that if he at least – I just want to have him show up in the preseason. If he doesn't make the final roster for the Seahawks, just to prove that he's worth something and can sign with a different team. No matter what, I just want to see him show up. Yeah. Could have had him on the show. He was almost a friend of the show. I think I said that last episode, too, Trees. You did. You did. <laughs> Everybody knows now. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Uh, 49ers versus the Broncos. More Drew Locke. Get, you know, we need to see more. I want to see more progression here. I roasted you week one with your Hall of Fame game. Last week, you looked a little better. This week, I don't want to see any more Jay Cutler throws. Fuck it. You are not Jay Cutler. You are Drew Locke. Be it. Be the kid that everyone thought you were at Mizzou. Be the kid that makes progressions and reads and stands tall and throws the ball and zips it down the field. If you can zip the ball between three defenders in Seattle and score a touchdown, let's see you do it down the field between two defenders. Let's see you throw it to a guy that's wide open. Let's see you go through your first, second, third read. And on the fourth one, you're like, you know what? I'm not seeing anything down the field. Let me dump it off. Let me see you make some smart throws, but stand still. I don't want these throws being done off your back foot like I do in Madden on accident. That's not who you are. I want to see you develop. Within the 49ers, I want to see Debo Samuel. I want to see their offense keep moving. I want to see their running backs. I want to see Nick Mullen. I want to see him continue to develop as well because I, I honestly kind of like him. And if there's a team next year who's having problems with the quarterback position, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he's not a bad fit there. Yeah, like for He sure. could be one of those smart quarterbacks that comes in and plays. I mean, he's already played at, what, Louisiana, Louisiana Tech? I think so. Is that where it was? Yeah. Is wherever Brett Favre went. I know that because he broke his records. But, yeah. I mean, boom, right there. You're close to home. I like that. Maybe he goes to – this is so far fetch talk. Maybe he goes to the Saints. And back no. up Teddy B? Nah. Do you think Teddy B is still a starter-level quarterback? 100% is. I love it. I love that you said that. I love your answer. I love how I set that up for you. You did. I like Teddy <laughs> <laughs> and anything um, else you guys want to add to this game sorry i just kept rambling no you're good you're good let's see the last thing i want to do oh i want to see jimmy g play i i know that i don't think he's ready i think that they are still trying to be super careful with him but i want to see him play like who cares it's preseason i want to see it like risk everything what if he comes in and throws an interception <laughs> <laughs> you would not hear the end of it on this podcast <laughs> That's what would happen. I would retract every positive thing I've said about it because 49ers, I'm going to feel, I'm checking in on all my friends that are 49ers fans because they're going to dive in a deep, dark hole. If Jimmy G comes out here after a report of throwing five straight interceptions, comes into a preseason game and throws an interception. For sure. Yikes, man. Yikes. Yikes. For sure. All right, that does it for us tonight, folks. Uh, thanks for joining in. Enjoy all the games this weekend. I know that fantasy drafts are starting right now and throughout the season. I know mine is this weekend. I will be sure to let you guys know all about it because next episode, we are going to do a quick recap of some games and then a whole bunch of fantasy talk. So tonight we've been talking football.